0: Welcome to the Gentlemen Podcast. I'm Brian McKinney. I'm sitting to the left of the horrifying Glenn Stansberry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Glenn it was just Halloween. It a couple was days ago. Uh, fun time of year. My favorite time of year, probably. Uh, the weather's good. It's nice. And starts to get kind of cold. Just a little nippy. A little nippy. Uh, a little, a little fun is in the air, and uh, I have a usually have a Halloween party, which you yeah. attended. Mm-hmm. I did. And, um, so that went pretty well. And, um, you didn't really scare me with your costume.
1: No, it was kind of a, uh, we had, a, we had some family issues come up. So we, uh, we're on short notice with Halloween costumes. Mm. Usually I take, you know, a solid hour, two six, hours, six months
0: to, oh, yeah. yeah uh, an hour to okay.
1: plan. And this yeah. one was almost, I'm, if I'm going to be honest, Brian, I almost didn't come in costume and I don't know if I would have gotten the door. I don't know if you would have let me in the door. Well, you might've gotten in the door. <laughs> but you would have been swiftly out the door as well. <laughs> Come on kids, we got to go. Yeah. Um yeah, my my wife and I came as uh, lumberjacks.
0: Um so well, you know, I can't fault you, Glenn, cuz I actually used the costume that I created for last year. Uh but I didn't I didn't get to use it last year cuz I didn't have a party, so. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh so I just rehashed my costume, which is <laughs> uh unfortunate yet uh, you know, I was like I was telling Laura, I was like, you know, I didn't really want to spend another hundred and fifty dollars on a costume, which is what I end up usually doing. <laughs> Surprisingly expensive the Halloween costumes are. I mean, just you know, you gotta get some t-shirt and it's twenty bucks and uh, you know, wigs thirty mm-hmm. bucks, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you're a hundred bucks in, you know. It's a racket. It is a racket. Maybe we're in the wrong business, Glenn. We certainly are. And speaking of being in the wrong business, we are co-founders of a site called Gentleman.com. Uh, com is like a <laughs> wonderful Halloween costume that you can go back to every year and use it over and over yeah. again. Mm-hmm. It's always fresh, mm. always enjoyable, always entertaining. It always makes people laugh mm-hmm. or cry or be interested in the things that are in it.
1: You can bob for apples. You can uh, You can, you know... Shotgun on Oktoberfest. That's it's right. really it's really whatever's uh <laughs>
0: whatever you it's uh it's really just a wonderland of interesting things. Yeah. And uh so we would encourage you to stop on by gentlemen com. And then once you've done that, we would encourage you to uh so take some time, click around, mm-hmm. you know, enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, you're probably going to want to, uh, since you're enjoying this lovely podcast that we're doing right now, you're probably going to want to enjoy 145 previous episodes of the Gentleman Podcast, mm-hmm. which you can do over at podcast.gentleman.com. Over at podcast.gentleman.com, you can find other episodes that we've done. We can You can also uh, see the beers that we've rated in the past and today's beer that we're going to rate. And then we also, you can also see the links that we're going to talk about in this episode all the links from the previous episode, all that stuff, uh, is all there over at podcast.gentleman.com. And then once you've uh, delved into those other than 145 episodes, you're probably going to want to get in touch with me and Glenn, either in an angry way or uh, maybe a polite way. I don't know. It you're going to have questions. On. You're going to have. They're definitely going to have questions for us, which is totally fine. We've actually set up a whole system in order for you mm-hmm. to get in touch with me and Glenn and ask us your questions. Uh, you can send us a letter to the Gentleman Mailbag at P.O. Box four four two three hundred five Lawrence, Kansas, 66044. We will get your letter there. We will take it. We will discuss it. We will ponder it. We will walk back and forth pacing for many hours. We're going to put your letter up on the Hall Wall of Fame, which we know is the Hall of Fame. We will talk about it on the Gentleman Podcast, and then we're probably going to send you a little something back in return depending on the tenor of your letter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So while you are composing your letter, make sure you think about that. What do you want in return? A lump of coal, or something else?
1: What do you really want from us? Yeah. Okay.
0: Exactly. We're laying it all out there. Right. Um, so yeah. So we. we uh, <laughs> but anyway, the point is, but if you can't, if uh, but if you don't want to send a letter, I understand. That's kind of a, a difficult thing that uh, you know takes a little bit of time and effort. And you know how people are these days. Yeah. They don't I want don't. to take time and yeah. effort to do stuff. Nope. Totally fine. You can get in touch with us uh, the cheap way at uh, com. You can also get in touch with us via various social networks. But social sort networks of. are, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm less high on the social networks these days, except for gentleman.com, right. which is an awesome social network. <laughs> yeah, I
1: dumped my Facebook stock last year.
0: Yeah, you know, all my Twitter stock is uh, right. in the toilet right now, so... Um, <laughs>
1: I'm back into the uh, overseas markets, emerging yeah. markets.
0: Uh, I'm 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 all in on Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Ethereum. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Day I time. uh
1: I I just invested in Iceland's new uh, the hottest social network. Oh really? It's called Icepick.
0: Nice. Um. Wow. Yeah. That's I don't think I haven't even heard of that. It's like one a yet. dating
1: kind of like hot or not. You know, pick whichever. <laughs> you know, pick one.
0: Well, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> That's the stock just went up. <laughs>
1: Ooh, we got something. What's that called? It's not insider trading, but when you inflate the. Uh, I don't know. You should call it Elon Musk and ask about that. <laughs> whoops. <laughs>
0: he knows how to do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, Glenn. Uh, let, okay, so uh, that's neither here nor there. That, uh, but uh, we should probably move on to the next thing, uh, which is the me of the episode, which is the drink of the week this mm. week, Glenn. And, uh, you know, I. Delve deep into my archives for this uh, particular beer. Um, Personal archives? Basically, all the leftovers from the party. still around, and so I dug through there a little bit, and I found... Waste not, want not. That's what I say, and I found this beer that is, uh, surprisingly, we haven't talked about on the general podcast, and it's funny, because when I said, oh, we're going to do this beer, uh, you said, wait, we haven't talked about that yet, Mm -hmm. Uh, and apparently we haven't, Uh, and this is called Bob's 47, which is an Oktoberfest from uh, just down the way uh, at Boulevard Brewing Company, a Kansas City City beer company, but uh, now they're owned by some... Conglomerate in Belgium? Uz- stand or something like that. I don't know. Somebody bought. <laughs> is it Yeah, uh, something. I think um, so. You know, the beer company. Yeah, Mexico. don't feel bad. They bought everybody. Um, but anyway, this is their uh, Oktoberfest offering, and I, I have to admit that I've had it before. And uh, my feelings on it are that it's positive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But... Uh, Look, it doesn't matter what my feelings are. It doesn't matter what your feelings are. What it comes down to is what the MTS computer feels about it, and we're going to find out tonight because uh, we're going to take a look at the. We're going to take a real close look mm. at Bob's Forty-Seven Boulevard Brewing Company.
1: Brian, the real irony to this uh, episode is that I brought this beer to your party, so uh, clearly you didn't.
0: Nobody liked it. Well, it was still left over. This is so. A, well, um, uh, hmm. So anyway, this is a lot about your friends, Brian. It does, yeah. I, I think it does. But look, I appreciated it.
1: Couldn't help but notice the highlights all gone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. So let's uh, let's talk about this. Bob's Forty Seven Oktoberfest. Uh, it's their their fall seasonal. It's mm. a medium bodied, dark amber brew with a malty flavor and a well balanced hop character. Uh, it's a Munich style lager, which. Mm. We like meaning style loggers. So. Mm-hmm. Um, it's named after Bob Work Workowicz, master brewer and graduate of the U.S. Beer Academy, 1947. Ooh. So there you go, Bob's 47, 1947, graduate of the Beer Academy. Makes so, sense. Uh, anyway, Glenn. All right. Well, let's uh, let's take a little stroll down Bob's 47 Lane and see what happens. So you do what I did. Why is it
1: so hard to open? Up? I don't know. Oh, Ooh. that was a close one. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> About dump beer on two computers there. Yeah, okay. that would have been fun.
0: Oh man. Mmm 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 mmm. Mm. It's pretty good. Um This is a Oktoberfest that I like because it's not too in your face. Mm.
1: I'm trying to think if I had a better Oktoberfest this fall. I don't know if I have. Uh, the um, Spotton, their Oktoberfest is really good.
0: Um, I don't know if I've had that
1: one. I had that one. That was really good. But I think of the domestic ones, because Spotton's like an actual German company. Oh, um, I have had that. Yeah, I've had that one before. Yeah. They have another beer called the Optimator, which I think we've read I think it's episode 22. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I believe you're correct about that, actually. Mm. Uh, okay, Glenn. Well, uh, let me... Okay, so... If you had to, let me just ask you a question here. Mm-hmm. Okay, just mm-hmm. off the top of your head, if you were gonna rate this beer, which you're not really, I mean, it's just completely arbitrary, but if you were gonna rate this beer, what would you rate the beer as?
1: Uh, well, Brian, um, how much did it cost for a six pack?
0: Oh, wait, I should tell you this, because I bought it, it was. I
1: think it's $8.49. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's right in the sweet spot? Right in the sweet spot. And that that's apropos, Brian, because it is kind of a sweet. It's got a little bit of sweetness to it. A little sweetness. It's not bitter at all, even though it has 27 IBUs, which is surprising. It does. That is kind of surprising. They've it, like it really a, yeah. well. Must be the type of hops. Hmm. Uh, I really, really, really like this beer. Yeah, me too. And I'm gonna put my rating where my mouth is,
0: or something, and give it a 92, nine point two. Nine point two. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, I was gonna go 8.8. 8. Mm. I feel like uh, you know it's it's great. It's a great beer. Am I gonna rate it the best beer that we've ever had in our entire lives? No. Which it's which I didn't. That's right. We have other we have other uh, beers that have gone beyond that. 20, 2015's Jubilee, I believe, Brian. Yeah. Uh, 2015 20, vin, vintage. The vintage. <laughs> um, okay, Glenn. Okay well, okay, well that's good to know. Um, mm. Good to know and completely relevant because the the mm. good thing for everybody out there is that we actually have a proprietary mustache twist scale computer, which is going to mm. take me and Glenn's uh, rating out of it. And they're, it's actually going to compute a real scientific machine learning based algorithm, yep. blockchain, uh, AI uh, based score for this beer. It's going to be a scientific empirically provable Fact-based rating. That's right. And all I have to do is type in some facts in the MTS computer, and then we're going to know for sure what the rating on this beer is, uh, the Bob's 47 from Boulevard. Uh, so let's see here. So we said that the price was eight forty-nine. dollars mm-hmm. We said that the uh, alcohol, uh, we didn't say this, but the alcohol by volume is 5.8%. Uh, the IBUs, which we did say, are 27. And the EBC, which is the uh, color, is 30. Yes. So... Uh, so, so okay. So that, and then uh, you said a nine point two, and I mm-hmm. said eight point eight. I stand by that rating, Brian. So that should be all that the MTS computer needs, mm. except time. Right, it's a little bit of time.
1: time. You know, Brian, time is our only uh, truly scarce resource. That's true. It's true. You can always make more money. Yeah, can't make more time. It's true. Maybe,
0: maybe air. Uh, maybe maybe I should make the MTS computer work on that. You know, it's got a significant amount of computing power, and yet it's just sitting here writing beers. Maybe think we, you could be using
1: it in cross-dimensional uh, time and space? Well, we can't uh, talk about that. Ooh. Ooh, right, right, right.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, but we can't. It sounds like the MTS computer is now finished yeah. up, and I can go get the print off. Okay. And uh, let it get back to its uh, really real task, <laughs> uh, which is time and space. Uh, let me just step over here and pick up this uh, print off from the MTS computer, and uh, get this thing going. And uh, it's here, it's. Uh, flip through this thing. Uh, gosh, boy, it's uh, you know, it's a doozy. These things. I really like the presentation that the MTS can, has come up with all this time. It's me a little. Spotless. Yeah, it's really. Okay, uh, so. I flipped over the, the very last page of the report. Um, and after extensive research, the MTS computer has come back with the fact that the Boulevard Bob's 47 is a 9.0.
1: Whoa, another. Uh, whoa, that's rarefied air, Brian.
0: That is rarefied. It's very rare to have a beer Club. come up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cloudy. <laughs> The 900 Club. Indeed. The, the Making above a nine is pretty high. That's already high praise. So uh, I guess I would say that the Mustache Swiss Scale computer believes that if you have the ability to go check out a Bob's 47 from Boulevard uh, Brewing Company, please do.
1: Man. Uh, even though it's no longer October, I'm sure you can still buy it places. That's true.
0: That's true. Yes. Okay, Glenn, well, let's get on to some interesting uh, posts from Gentleman.com in the last two, two weeks or so.
1: Uh, we'll do, Brian. All right, so first up we have, uh, Attack by our good buddy Zamus. Zamus brought the noise and the funk with this, uh, particular attack, and it's titled Thirsty U.S. Sailors and Marines Exhausted the Beer Supplies in Iceland's Capital. This is from a little site called Task and Purpose, mm-hmm. and, uh, this... It goes on to detail that, um, so the U.S. Has, currently has troops in Reykjavik, Iceland, mm-hmm. for a NATO exercise. And there's around six to 7,000 troops. And I don't think Reykjavik is actually that big.
0: I don't think so either, yeah.
1: And um, apparently, uh, they drank every last beer in the nation's capital <laughs> over a uh, short, short little, uh, I, I don't think it says how long of... Oh, it was a weekend <laughs> <laughs> in a single weekend. All right. So, um, yeah, the local news site in uh, in Reykjavik um, said that the soldiers, you know, preferred lo- local beers over imports. You know, trying to experiment and and they're um, willing to try different things and and they talked to a lot of ro- local uh, restaurateurs. Said they had never seen anything like this and the who ran out of beer tried to solve the issue by borrowing from other bars who were better stocked and eventually everybody ran out and um and they had they had all these different breweries trying to pitch in and help but they couldn't they couldn't uh solve the problem and and uh one um local food blogger said that uh, they were just fighting the, the bar the bar keeps were just fighting a, an overwhelming force could mm. yeah, not be over taken
0: uh First of all, I want to say that, you know, my hat's off to the Reykjavik community because mm. they had, you know, rival bars standing together <laughs> to try to solve <laughs> this shortfall. To, to, to short be this foe. Yeah. The other, one, the other thing I want to say about this is like, uh, shame on you, Reykjavik. Mm. Because I personally, you know, I just, I went to, on a trip to Prague. And if there's one thing I can promise you that they would not run out of. It's beer, mm. because I know for a fact that beer is more prevalent than water in uh, in Prague. So they invented the Pilsner for credit. Kind of I love. mean, you know. So I think this is a this is a red flag to Reykjavik uh, local government that they need to step up their actions to make sure that they have adequate beer suppri- supplies uh, for any visiting parties.
1: Time to wake up and smell the hops here.
0: Yeah, um, no kidding. This is
1: a, this is kind of. I know we're laughing about it, but this is really a serious. This is a serious. It's a issue. wake. It's a wake up call. It is a wake up um, call. But you know, I'm. You know, if we're gonna look on the bright side of this, I'm confident that uh, the good people of uh, Iceland will. You know, the government should get involved here and mm-hmm. do the right thing. Sort it out. Yeah, um, they may have to. You know, import some Budweiser.
0: That's right. Um, Desperate times. Yeah, um, maybe some Miller Light. Yeah. Some high life, in there? I would suggest some Bob's Forty Seven if, if they it got comes it. Up, you know. Um, so, anyway, well, that's a sobering thought. I, I'm there, sorry, to, sorry
1: to put a damper on the podcast. Yeah, news, no,
0: it's. Uh, well, it, let's uh, maybe we should move on to to more. Okay, um, I don't know. Uh, enlightening things here mm-hmm. after such a dark, dark post from Zamoose. Uh This is uh, <laughs> this next one is a post from you, Glenn, and uh, this is called Pizza mm-hmm. Hut. Pizza Hut's truck-mounted. Pizza oven. Mm-hmm. Now look, everybody knows that uh, there's an ongoing pizza war in this right. country. Domino's has been throwing grenades over the wall mm-hmm. with things like their pizza, tr- their pizza little cars with the like heating warmers mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. The apps, the apps, the you know real time delivery updates. Real, yeah, the real time delivery updates. There's the Uh, $5 meals, which are, you could buy anything for five bucks at Domino's. There's all kinds of stuff Domino's is doing to, uh, to basically say like, look, we're going to innovate in this pizza space and deal with it. They're taking a shot at the establishment. That's right. And so uh, the establishment is probably represented best by a little company called Pizza Hut. Started in Wichita, Kansas. Started in Wichita, Kansas. And Pizza Hut is, they are, they're not laying down on this. In fact, they're taking the fight right to your doorstep. And they came up with a experimental, highly experimental pizza situation where, look, you don't order the pizza from Pizza Hut and the Pizza Hut cooks it and then brings it to you. You order the pizza and Pizza Hut brings the pizza and cooks it and gives it straight to you at your doorstep. Hot and ready. Hot and ready. So they, uh, so they have this experimental uh, Nicholas <coughs> Brookwire, which is Pizza Hut's chief customer and operations officer in the U.S. said mm. in an interview that they are obsessed with improving the customer experience, and the more we can get closer to the customer's home or the point of delivery, the better and hotter the product will be. And there's no better and hotter than cooking the pizza on site right. in a truck right. with a robot. Right, and then giving it to you. Yeah, where's your pizza sir. Yeah, so that you know, the robot thing's a little bit freaky, but uh, you know, uh, I like the fact that Pizza Hut is getting out there and loving it. You know what I mean? <laughs> they really are. Um, I this will be interesting
1: because uh, can you imagine being a delivery boy uh, for right. Pizza Hut when when you don't have to wait? You're just basically driving around. You're like on right. call. You don't go back to the store. No. You show up at somebody's house. You're just making pizzas. Or the robot's making pizzas. Right. You know, um, this reminds me, I, I, over the weekend, I watched a little movie called The Burbs. Oh, yeah. That uh, with my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a yearly ritual. Around Halloween, we watch The Burbs. Maybe at least once. A great ritual to have, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've seen it twice this fall. But anyway, <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a real uh, gripping moment mm. uh, where Corey Feldman says... What you can't go now, I, the pizza dude's on the way. Right, and this takes a
0: whole new spin to that saying. I mean, right, pizza dude's on the way. He's gonna have pizza on demand. Pizzas. Maybe you maybe you feel like ordering one pizza, right. but then the pizza guy's there, and you're like, I need three. Hey, yeah, I might as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not like they're gonna
0: run out of. Uh robotic ingredients actually i don't know i don't know how that i don't know how this works doesn't matter glenn it's like sausage it doesn't matter what's in it you know how it works i don't care that's true if a robot shows up in my house to cook me pizza hut pizza that's right i'm okay with it you don't have to explain it to me no problem so long as it's wrapped in animal intestine yeah i'm good to go exactly (laughs) no need to explain not at all so anyway we can look forward to that i don't know if there's a release date on the robot pizza maker I think they said that they're
1: right now just testing. So there's a couple of things going on. Aside from uh, the, the the actual robotic pizza maker in the back of the truck, yes. Uh, the the truck itself is a Toyota Tundra Hydra? hydrogen. Yeah, yeah hydrogen, so it, yeah, it's, it's, cool. it's zero
0: emission. Uh, don't basi- care. Basically, <laughs> right? It could run on you know apple pie for all you. Don't don't tie the pizza making <laughs> robot to hydrogen based cars.
1: Let's just. <laughs> You know, let's get out there as soon as possible. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a thing. Come and on. I think, I think, I think it's a way for them to like kind of sandbag the process. Like, Oh, well we got the pizza got guy the, ready.
0: Yeah. Totally ready to go.
1: But the hydrogen truck yeah, is just, just, you know, really bogging us who down knew here. knew that this would be a yeah, problem. Well,
0: so I hope it's not a stall tactic by Pizza Hut. All I know is the, the clear, the closest Pizza Hut is 10 minutes away from me. And by the time the pizza gets here. Right. Not as fresh. So well, anyway. Okay, Glenn. well, I'll be looking forward to that. The future's awesome. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> uh, hopefully, that happens in the next uh, six months or so, and I can have a fresh Pizza Hut pizza at my house. Made in your driveway. We need, the, you know, what we really need hmm. is the Back to the Future 2 uh, Pizza Hut uh, pizza Hi- maker. Yeah, the hydrator. The, the thing, thing where you get, just, you, yeah. like show it, you know, just a little tiny thing and you put it in there, and it's Pizza Hut pizza. That's what we need. Sure, know how to hydrate a pizza I need to get Mom. in touch with this chief operations officer and get. <laughs> look, let's be real here. What's what's better than a robot outside your house mm-hmm. making the pizza? Mm-hmm. You inside your house making the pizza? A pizza.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm all for that too.
0: I I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. There's there's a lot of ways this could go. Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. I I tend to just. I no, see no, a problem, I'm... and I get excited about it, you know? <laughs> how can we how can we make this happen? Okay. Woo! Um, anyway, Glenn, let's uh, move on to...
1: No, I like your energy, Brian. I, I like, know, I know. I like I know, where your head's know. at. I know. Let's just keep it going. Okay, okay, All right. okay. All right. Uh, well, the last and final thing we're going to talk about this evening is a, uh, a link posted by our good buddy, Zombie Cat Bacon, mm. um, who always uh, brings the good stuff. And this is no... Uh, Deviation from the norm here. It's not massive. Private whiskey collection turned into a museum. Now, on on its surface, this article you're like, oh, okay, that's that's kind of cool. A a big whiskey collection. Somebody was rich and managed to buy three thousand bottles of all these different types of whiskeys. But this is a unique story because the the whiskey collector. Uh, Valentino Zagatti um, is an interesting character himself because he was blind. Mm. He was blinded at the age of 12 in the uh, Second World War from a landmine. Wow. Um, which kind of sucks. 12 years old, that, that's to lose that's your hard. to lose yeah. your eyesight. But yeah. what does he do? He doesn't just take it, right? He says, you know what? I'm going to start a whiskey collection. And so not only did Mr. Zagatti go around and buy rare... Um, bottles of whiskey and, you know, uh, exclusive bottles and all this kind of stuff, he examined them all basically by touch. Hmm. Like, that's how he, I don't understand how this works. Well, yeah. (laughs) Because he seems like you need to taste it, but maybe not. he didn't, he didn't taste it. He didn't Uh, taste it. I think he just collected the bottles that had whiskey in them. Okay. Um, And so anyway, it's called the Unseen Valentino Zagatti Collection, Mm. because, play on words there, he's... He also couldn't see. Um, And it's been kind of hidden away. It's been a private thing. And now it's in the Netherlands. So, yeah, Brian, if you would like to go to uh, check this out, um, the Scotch Whiskey International company bought this. So, of 20 investors. So, I was just reading that.
0: He has in his collection, presumably, the oldest unopened bottle of whiskey in the world. Distilled in 1843 and given as a wedding present. Wow. Uh, and this, this, this is like the centerpiece of the actual collection. Uh, 1843. I bet that tastes like crap. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's really smooth. Uh, uh, I don't so know, I imagine smooth. how anything that was, you know, distilled in 1843 and bottled would taste Okay.
1: I don't know. It's I don't know how that works. 50 years ago. And you got to imagine like the bottling technique probably wasn't quite <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: locked down. They didn't have that, uh, <laughs> yeah. Really um,
1: bacteria-free conditions. And-
0: the youngest whiskey is three years old, hmm. uh, so, so that's, that's pretty new. Weird. And a quarter of the collection is from three distilleries, Glenn Farkless, McCallan, and Glenn Grant. There you go. So, there you go. Oh, I'm sure Scotch whiskey aficionados, most of it's Scotch whiskey, uh, which I take offense to because here in America, we drink bourbon. That's right. No, that's Scotch crap. That's right. Or
1: Canadian whiskey.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Bourbon. Bourbon's the one. So, anyway, uh, no offense to Mr. Zagatti, but no. uh, you know, you're omitting the best whiskey in the world from your collection.
1: Well, you know.
0: Nobody's perfect, Brian. That's true. And no one's perfect. he was blind, so maybe he just couldn't,
1: you know, see the air in his Wheeze. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't, don't well, want to. I got down on Dark That's Path. Not,
0: uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's move on to something uh, else uh, here, which would be the uh, uh, the toast this week, Glenn. Oh, yes. The toast. The toast. Now, the toast this week is uh, it's a very special one. This week, Lynn. Uh, I love stuff like this. I love stuff like this. This guy that we're going to toast is, in fact, Carol Spinney, who is, you probably never heard of this guy. Neither had I. But he has been the voice of Oscar, performed Oscar and Big Bird on Sesame Street for the last 50 years. Mr. Spinney is 84 years old, and he's still doing this. He's going to start easing back towards retirement. Uh, But he has been the person that's been the driving force behind two of the most iconic characters on Sesame Street uh, for his entire life. And uh, Mr. Spinney met Jim Henson at a puppetry festival in 1962. And Henson invited him to come down to New York. And as a quote, he said, why don't you come down to New York and we'll talk about the Muppets. And he said, I have some characters I want to build. One is a tall, funny looking bird. And the other is going to be this grouchy character who lives in a pile of trash in the gutter. <laughs> and so Mr. Spinney, just on that, came down to New York. I'm in. <laughs> and then spent 50 years uh, voicing and, and acting those characters. And uh, it's, it sounds very difficult, you know, especially to do Big Bird. Apparently, he has to hold his arm up to do the, the head of Big Bird while he's watching a television monitor of what it looks like and doing all the other actions and stuff like that so obviously very physically demanding i'm surprised that mr spinney at 84 years old can continue to do that you know um but but he's been big bird and oscar the grouch for 50 years
1: yeah there's a picture of him you know you never you don't see very many pictures of them
0: no uh, performing
1: no you never yeah you don't yeah uh you know Seeing how the sausage is made, like we were right. earlier. Yeah. But I, I saw one where him he was being off the couch, and even though he's sitting down, it's still really like he's yeah. gotta hold his arm way out there right. and like kinda lean into the Yeah. That would be that would be hard for, you know Yeah.
0: Yeah. A guy our age to do. Right. Yeah. Anybody our age to do yeah. eighty years old, but uh I love stories like that though, where it's just like a chance meeting and then somebody ends up in their chosen, you know, profession. You know, you're at a puppetry festival and you bump into Jim Henson. I mean, wow. You know what I mean? Well, he wasn't that Jim Henson yet, was he? No. I mean, that was before. I mean, that was probably while he was doing the... Um, what's the uh, the famous movie he made? Um, jug Band. <laughs> Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. That was the one? Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Um, hmm. Was right before I think he got into doing the Muppets, if I'm hmm. correct about that. And... Um, so that maybe he had had maybe he had a little bit of um, means about you know being able to go off and, and create this new television show, but I believe that *Imitation uh, Jug Band Christmas* he'd done a couple things, and then that was going to lead to doing *Muppets* and, and stuff like that. So, Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So anyway.
1: Yeah, a um, lot of those. A lot of those. Um characters still do uh so for example the guy uh in the muppets who does miss piggy and yep. uh you know i can't mel, no no mel, no mel blanc is uh looney tunes who am i think oh well, anyway uh iconic voice actor you know has done that forever but yeah i guess it probably helps when people don't ever see your your face
0: <laughs> yeah it makes characters live forever and, and all yep. that stuff so anyway, anyway to uh Mr. Carol Spinney. Carol Spinney. Uh making my childhood better. Making everybody's childhood That's better right. for the last fifty years. Man, I really did not like Oscar
1: the Grouch. I felt like
0: he's always down in the mouth. I know.
1: Kind of a buzzkill. Yeah. Well,
0: maybe you should uh look up Carol Spinney and send him an email or something. Send him a letter. <laughs> Strongly worded,
1: do you know what you've done to my childhood? <laughs>
0: Okay, Glenn. Well, that means it's time for the hot Hot button topic. Topic. And uh, this week, Glenn. (laughs) (laughs) It's always hard to change context like that. Um, (laughs) Carol, spinning. Glenn. (sighs) We talked about this earlier. This is this is this one might come to fisticuffs. Because yeah. uh, apparently McDonald's has committed to by 2022 <laughs> to re- <laughs> to removing cheeseburgers from Happy Meals. Uh, yeah, yeah, Brian.
1: Actually, I think it's happening sooner than that. I think. By 2022, they're they want to reduce the the Happy Meals down to 600 calories. Okay. Um, which I think is a valuable, oh, noble no, effort. Saying, okay. I've been calling for this, Brian. Right. Not only are they removing cheeseburgers, they're doing the right thing and cutting the fries in a happy meal down to half the size. Um, this is this is a this is a good, this is a nice good first step, alright. I'm I'm wanting them to replace fries with celery.
0: Um, right. At some point, but I know you've been talking to me about this for a long time. Right. Yeah.
1: Um. So yeah, I'm all about this, Brian. This is this is going to be good for our economy. Right. I think it's going to make America better. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like, you know, uh, I I can see kids will like, be happier, healthier. Right. They're going to be happier. They'll it's be a happier, outside
0: playing more. It's not a happy meal. It's going
1: to be a happier meal, Brian. Yeah. Uh, Why? What? What do you, you think we should? You think this is bad?
0: Let me tell you something, Glenn. You can take You can take the fries and cut them in half. You can take the chocolate milk and throw it out.
1: Which you can take the do. Coke
0: and, and get rid of it. Hmm. But don't take the cheeseburgers out of the Happy Meal. How yep. can you take the cheeseburgers <laughs> out of the happy meal? Look, Brian. I don't understand what else they do. What what can you what what else is there possibly that they could possibly put in the... Ha- it's a cheeseburger Happy Meal. What could you... Do? what? Uh, the only thing that I can see happening here is chicken nuggets, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That makes a logical and, sense. And they're making those bigger. Okay. So they're, they're going to increase the chicken... The, the nugget size. How can you add nuggets and take the cheeseburger away? I don't understand. I really don't get this. Well, Brian, it's very simple. Uh, <laughs> it's all
1: about the calorie. Okay. And... And I, I, I feel like the calorie is clearly the best method for measuring any sort of nutritional uh, Okay, so let's negotiate. Value. Let's negotiate. Okay.
0: okay. Okay. Let's leave the cheeseburger. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're cutting the fries in half. Mm-hmm. Cut them down to a quarter. Leave the cheeseburger in the Happy Meal. So you get two fries. You get two fries, <laughs> maybe, three. maybe three. Three fries. And a cheeseburger. Because cheeseburger is the most important part of a Happy Meal. I can't keep this
1: up any longer. This is insane. Yeah, right. We you, we usually have to take sides, Brian. Yes, that's right. And I, I, I pretended you,
0: you can't. You can't disagree with me. No, I, I can't.
1: Know. I can't. This is this is this is crazy. Uh you know, I'd much rather have a cheeseburger than French
0: fries. Hmm. I would eat two cheeseburgers and no fries. Maybe if I'm a kid, I eat apple slices and the cheeseburger. There you go. You know. Yeah. Uh, Give me a salad. Some cauliflower. And the cheeseburger. Yep, leave the cheeseburger in the Happy Meal for God's sakes, man! <laughs> this here. is insane. I I, I I understand the calorie count thing. The, you know, uh, I get it. You know, they, the the whole thing about you know you don't want kids having excess sugars and also. Let me tell you something, <sighs> Brian. They're only doing this. Look, this the whole backlash
1: from McDonald's. You know calories and everything, and how it's awful. Okay, Super Size Me came out like in the oh, early two thousands. Yeah. yeah, they didn't do a single thing about it then. Mm-hmm. They're only doing it now because of profits.
0: I guarantee it. What do you mean by that?
1: I mean, I mean it's it. They're finally at a point where they think they can make more money. Everything they do is to make more money, right? So they're finally at a point where it makes sense to them financially to make meals smaller and less calorically dense. Okay. So, I'm just saying, they're not doing this because they've had a...
0: Like, altruistically, right, they're like, right. oh, it's we, not this is the right thing kids. to do. It's, right, yeah. It's
1: because they want to make more money. Okay, so how do you make more money by doing I that? don't know. Okay. I don't think it's a good idea. I'm saying this is why they're doing it. They think they're going to make more money by making little kids cry.
0: Okay. Well, here's the thing. If I have kids, <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to order a Happy Meal. Yep. Yeah. And maybe I'll get some nugs, right. some chicken nuggets or whatever, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to order a cheeseburger. That's right. And I'm going to make sure. My kids grow up with Happy Meals with cheeseburgers in them. That's right. Good on you, if Brian. there's one thing that I stand for, I could start a political career right now and say my, <laughs> my one thing is that cheeseburgers belong in Happy Meals. That's right. Try to argue with me about that. Try to do debate me about right. cheeseburgers and happy meals. It's not happening. Look,
1: I don't care about Russia. No. I don't care about higher or lower taxes. Right. You're a single platform. Immigration. Immigration. None no. of that stuff.
0: Don't care. Yeah. If All happy- I'm saying. <laughs> cheeseburgers should be in Happy Meals. Who's with me? Yeah. Twenty twenty. <laughs> I think that's a platform everybody can agree on. <laughs>
1: Uh, it, it, you can agree on that platform more than any other platform. Let's put it that way. Uh, so, to be fair, you can still order cheeseburger okay. yeah, happiness. You be able to order them. Yeah. They're just not on the menu. So it's like a secret menu. Like, you have to know the code. So, If
0: if something's not on the menu, who, no one's going to order it. Well, that's I, I, what
1: they're banking on. Uh, I mean, technically, you can still order chocolate milk, and you can still order fries. Well, I don't know how they do the fries. You can still order chocolate milk, still order cheeseburgers. And pop
0: with your Happy Meals. Here's what's crazy about this to me, right? You just said all that stuff, mm-hmm. okay? Why don't you put the healthy options as up to the parents, their choice, and put the chocolate milk and the cheeseburger on the menu that they can choose mm-hmm. if they want it? You know, if the parent decides that cheeseburgers are fine, you know? Which they are. Cheeseburgers are more than fine. <laughs> They're delicious. They're divine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm, I don't understand that part of it. Like, what if you remove it from the menu? No one's going to order that because it's not on the menu. How do you know that you can order that? I don't know, Brian. I, 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 it's I a don't crazy understand. World we're living.
1: Yeah, in. I don't understand a lot of what's going on right now. There's there's all sorts of I'm so confused watching the news. This is just crazy. No cheeseburgers and Happy Meals, right? Um, Brian, really, I, I just want McDonald's to bring back that <laughs> sweet, sweet. Sp- I know what you're gonna say. I don't remember what it's called. The McLovin? What was it called? <laughs> the spicy? The sp- yeah got like jalapeno, it's jalapeno
0: with the cheese the oh. pepper jack cheese or something
1: yes pepper jack yes <laughs> what is it called i can't remember what it's called but it was
0: oh man i gained like 10 pounds you know what's crazy about mcdonald's is like unlike taco bell taco bell's got some new menu item every week yep and mcdonald's just has their i mean their feature set it's set they've got they you know they they do a little bit of stuff but not you know they they don't go outside their bounds too much it's it it's called? pretty Oh, I can't remember what it was. It was like a Valentine's special. You know what? What I hate is that I never got the. I, I never tasted it. I never checked it out. You loved it, and I never tasted it. So I never got to experience it.
1: Oh, man. It was so good.
0: <laughs> it was, And they had like some it specials was, like
1: two for $4. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Ah. I
0: think it was on the dollar menu or something. Yes. It was like, uh, so it was, I think it was jalapeno, uh, pepper jack cheese, yep. and then some kind of sauce, and then maybe some onions or something.
1: Jalapeno, jalapeno double cheese, (laughs) jalapeno double. No, no, that's not it. It had some name. Oh, that's. It was like the love, (laughs) jalapeno double. Well, maybe that's it. Looks like it. Hold on. Let's look for some images.
0: McDonald's site.
1: Wait, wait, what? No, is that it? That can't be it.
0: What if okay, Glenn, let me let me run something by you here. This okay? is it. Okay. I'm listening. Okay. Theoretically. Yes. The kids' meal, they're taking the cheeseburger out of the happy meal, right? But yes. it's still you can still order it. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What if you show up at McDonald's and say, give me the jalapeno double? I have. And they said no? They said they don't have it. Oh my gosh. Wow. I was all excited there. I thought maybe right, there was I'm gonna try again though, because it's on their official website. This Just is bring your phone in. Bring your phone
1: into McDonald's. You have it! <laughs> you don't even <laughs> yeah. I mean they have so it's a jalapeno
0: crisps? Uh-huh. Oh, the jalapeno crisps. And yeah. It's a buttermilk ranch. Oh, that might be a problem for you. The the ra- I'm okay with ranch. Okay. Jalapeno sharp white cheddar cheese. <sighs> I never tried this thing. I'm going I'm... To Mc... After we record this, I'm I... going to
1: McDonald's. <laughs> And I'm gonna plead with them. I'll show them understand. how to make it. You don't understand. All right, it's real simple. <laughs> A regular butt.
0: I'll be fatty. Oh man, <laughs> that looks pretty good. Uh, All right, we. Extreme. So anyway, Happy Meals. Um, I'm for it, obviously. Right. The they're getting rid of the most important part of it, Happy Meals. Okay. Right. Well then. Well, uh, I think we 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 finally both agree on something. <laughs> That taking the cheeseburger out of Happy Meals is basically child torture at the end of the day. It is.
1: It is. Yeah. But I am hopeful, knowing that I could still go and order a McLovin right after uh
0: right, right after this podcast. Don't Brian. leave until they give you that jalapeno cheese, man.
1: <laughs> I'm not leaving. I'm not moving my car forward. I don't care
0: who's honking back there. <laughs> If the police come, I feel like it's... I a have label. my rights. <laughs> yeah. Everybody should have a right to the... Jala- what is it called? The jalapeno... Jalapeno
1: double. Jalapeno double. See, yeah. and my kids will respect me for this, right? If I get thrown in jail, they're like... It right. was like, kids, here's why. Yeah. Sometimes... You need a jalapeno you got, double. You gotta stand up for your rights. And, I, and I'm and i deserved a jalapeno double. For I Mark think Tumos. you do.
0: I think you do deserve that. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right, Glenn. Well, uh... This is a nice segue into our next uh, portion, which is the questions from the Gentleman Mailbag. What (laughs) do we have this week, bro. This week, we're going to talk about, you know, we just talked about this travesty of justice, which is removing the cheeseburger from McDonald's Happy Meals. So, this got me thinking. Uh, Why don't we talk about what your Desert Island Happy Meal would consist of? Like, if you could just create your own Happy Meal. At McDonald's, what well would it be? In light of recent developments, mm-hmm. um, I think
1: I have a pretty good idea. <laughs> um, it'd Spoiler be a alert customized uh, cheeseburger with right. a sharp white cheddar cheese, some pickled jalapenos, <laughs> buttermilk ranch sauce, and a jalapeno crisp. And I need about 50 of those okay. in my happy meal. Right, right. With a Coke? Yes. Okay. I got to have a mm-hmm. Coke. Um, and a a, a, a fry. Got to go fries.
0: Get, yeah, I have to have the fries. Um,
1: yeah. I'm not big on the apple slices. I no. figure if I'm going to die, I shouldn't die with... Oh, sorry. I shouldn't die with uh, with something healthy. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you're on a desert island... Nutrients. Yeah, <laughs> no. Go climb a coconut tree or something exactly. and get some of that. Yeah. Um, yeah I, now, I will say, I am a fan of chicken nuggets with the sweet and sour sauce. It's been a long time since I've had chicken nuggets. Sweet and sour sauce is the real, yeah, it's really good. Okay. But, uh, no, 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 I would do I would
0: do a modified McLovin mm-hmm. uh, from the oven. Now, let me first say, Glenn, mm-hmm. I'm glad that we can agree on the fact that McDonald's is delicious. <laughs> yeah. Because we'd have some serious problems. Oh, man. If that wasn't the case. It's like we'd be speaking two different languages here. We'd... We I don't think we'd be friends. I don't think it'd work out. <laughs> the whole podcast would be a hot button. Yeah. Um. Let's explore. Let's explore the McDonald's menu. Okay. Yes. Um. First of all, let's start with for my desert island happy meal. Mm-hmm. It's going to have a medium Coke in it now. Mm, medium. I don't know. I can't do the large. The large yeah. just seems like it's too much. It gets yep. watered down. There's yep. something about it doesn't work. But the ice. Yeah. yeah. I, bad mix is great. I don't know what it is. But the medium is a sweet spot. The medium is a good amount of sugary Coke. But there's something special about McDonald's Coke. There Have is. you noticed it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's delicious. I don't know what it is. Like, I love Coke. But McDonald's Coke in particular.
1: I don't – at first I thought it was like, oh, it's the ice
0: I don't know. Or, I don't know what it is. It's like the most refreshing drink you can imagine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I've had this thought too. Their soft drinks are amazing. It's I don't know what it is. It's like extra bubbly. I don't know. I don't know.
0: They figured it out. I don't know what it is. Even Coke's like, hey, what did you do? I. It's so good. I know. I have a Coke in my refrigerator yep. in a can, Not and it good. doesn't taste nearly as good. Won't be as good as a. Co- from McDonald's I try to explain this to Laura because she'll go and be like you know you want anything from McDonald's I'm like hell yeah I want XX and this and a Coke and she'll be like you got Coke in the refrigerator no it's not the same no it's their not. Coke is delicious I don't know what it is yeah it's now, special now their Coke is special I have to have that in my Happy Meal mm-hmm. I also go small fry mm. oh okay okay you know, I think having too many fries. There's no way to stop eating their fries. There's not. It's impossible. Scientifically, you could have a bucket full of their fries. I've gotten it, and you would you would eat every awesome. single one of them. I dug it around a, in the bag afterwards. You know, know like, know. are there any <laughs> strays? Are there any fallen soldiers? There's only little tiny crispy <laughs> parts left. You can't stop no. eating them. So I have to. I have to limit myself to a small fry. I know you're just biting like, my wallet yeah, over here. I know. You just want more, so I have to limit myself by, at the source, stopping myself. Yeah, by getting this small fry. You know what I mean? Nip it in the bud. Right. Okay. Because I could get an extra large, but geez, I eat every one of those fries. There's no way I'm stopping once they're in front of me. No way. And I have good self control. Yeah, as far as this stuff goes, but I can't stop eating McDonald's fries. There's no way. No ketchup. Ketchup. I eat ketchup with the fries. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. yeah,
1: that's to me. That's McDonald's weakest game is their ketchup. It's kind of
0: interesting. Yeah, kinda, that's an interesting it's, it's thought. I've never sweet. thought about that. Uh, that's a good point. That's a good point. While yeah. their Coke is delicious, their ketchup seems lacking. If you're going to be bad at one thing, yeah, it can be ketchup. Yeah, I guess. I yeah, but it's an important component of it what you do. But I go very over surprising. Paul T. This is I, I, the CEO of McDonald's <laughs> should be listening to this podcast right now. Oh. No. Uh, Sorry. Okay, so and then the final the coup de gras, which Ooh. would be the, the sandwich that I would go with. Now, okay, so my girlfriend Laura, uh she goes and gets me the McKinney. Hold
1: I have the pickles, a, have, hold the lines. I have a meal.
0: I have a meal that Laura goes and gets me. Okay. And it is a double cheeseburger. Oh yeah. Okay, but there's two different double cheeseburgers at McDonald's. One's the McDouble and one's a double cheeseburger. The double cheeseburger comes with two slices of cheese. I get the McDouble, one slice of cheese. Interesting patties. It's between the two patties. Yeah. One slice of cheese, two patties. And a small fry and a medium Coke is the McKinney. Okay. Okay. So I I mean, I feel like maybe they should introduce this on the menu as. Give me the number M. Yeah. (laughs) Secret agent, you know. Yeah. The Mac. Give me the the Mac. (laughs) And that's. uh, The Mac. That's a McDouble, (laughs) small fry, and a medium Coke. Okay. Uh, But if I. You know, if I had to, if it was, if it was, if I'm on death row, and they said, what, you know, what do you want to eat from? Like, we only have one option; it's McDonald's. What do you want to eat from there? It's your last meal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I am gonna have to order a Big Mac with no sauce, a small fry, and a medium Coke. That's my go-to. So, how was the Big Mac?
1: I guess the only difference is the the extra slice of bread, right? <sighs> Big Mac,
0: extra slice of bread. It's got lettuce, pickles. Yes. Well, I guess the the cheeseburger has pickles on it, but there's no ketchup on it. Yep. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. So so cheeseburger what, does. So what I so what I do is I get a Big Mac with no sauce, and I put mustard on. Mayonnaise. No. <laughs> mustard. <laughs> so it's got onions, pickle, lettuce, mustard, mustard bread in between the two. Patties and a slice of cheese. Okay, and it's the quintessence <sighs> of it's so good.
1: <laughs>
0: it's, Brian, one of, <laughs> it's one of my rare, <laughs> it's one of my rare pleasures in life. Brian needs a moment here. I, I seriously looking off in the distance I was, wistfully. I seriously, I need. I tearing up. It's one of my rare pleasures in life <laughs> to sit down and eat that meal. Is like. Uh, you know, it's amazing that it only costs, probably, like to buy that meal probably costs $7 or something. Yeah. And it, it is wonderful. It, it puts me in a state of absolute <laughs> bliss. Euphoric yeah, bliss. Yeah. So, um,
1: one of the things I love about, when I was a kid, I didn't like onions at all. Right. But for whatever reason, the onions on the McDonald's cheeseburger are so good. I don't know why.
0: I know they're just chopped up real fine. My sister used to hate those onions. But I i know. And I, when I was a kid, I felt the same way. Onions are kind of weird. You right. know what I mean? Like, ah. Uh. But now, I'm yeah. liking them.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. On yeah. The, oh, Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I... So, Happy Meal usually comes with... Um, I guess it has a toy. They do the apple slice thing. So, are you a McFlurry guy? I... It's been a long time since I've had one. I don't know. See I'm a I'm a vanilla shake. Oh yeah. That's,
0: that's shakes would I would go shake. You chop the shake? I would go vanilla probably. Oh man.
1: They're vanilla shakes. And they started doing that thing where they added the whipped topping on top. And it's just it's just I I'm I'm kidding you not. Like I I think it was last year or two years ago. Um after a cold, cold podcast. <laughs> it was in February sometime. Near Valentine's Day. <laughs> I drove home, went to the drive-thru, got, like, two of those McLovin's and a vanilla shake, and it had a cherry on top of it, and I about drove into the median on the way home. That is all I could do to, like, <laughs> I, I I ate it all in my driveway, so my wife, I wouldn't have to share it with Lynn. Dude,
0: I don't understand what happened. When I was a kid, you got a box. You know, the Happy Meal was a box. Yeah, it had a like a toy in it. Yep, a fry mm-hmm. and cheeseburger. Yep, and a, a soda. Yep, that's all you need. The essentials. Yeah. I'll if you're not having a filling. soda, you should substitute it
1: with a shake. You should go drink some ketchup. Yeah. Substitute it with shake. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Come on, McDonald's. See, but you know, Brian, we sound like old men now. But when we were kids, Yum. I feel like. I never thought of that as, like, a
0: everyday occurrence. Like, it was a special occasion. Yeah, if you went to McDonald's, that was a big deal. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, I don't know. Once every... Well, I live in a small town, so we didn't have a McDonald's. Yeah. Which even further decreased my chances of going, but... Right. Maybe once a month, maybe once every other month, mm-hmm. we got to go to McDonald's. Yeah. And it was... It's a big deal. But I think... I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not going to get into why I think our, our, our people are the way they are, but... Uh,
0: What's wrong with the world, man? What's wrong with the world? Oh. Gotta give a kid a cheeseburger sometimes.
1: I'm gonna order that thing.
0: (laughs) It's come hell or high water. I'm doing it. I know my rights.
1: (laughs) If it's on their website, it means I can.
0: (laughs) I know my rights. You gotta look, man, you gotta double down.
1: I will. It's a double (laughs) cheeseburger. Yeah. Well no, it's a single. Oh, see. No, it's a double.
0: It's a, a double painting double. 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 It says right in the title.
1: Oh, I'll never forget the first time I tried that thing.
0: <laughs> if I ever get if I ever get the chance, you know what I mean? If I ever I'm lucky enough to have the chance.
1: If I if I'm able to order it, I'm ordering two and I'll drive one <laughs> I'll back drive over
0: back. here. Uber Eats. Okay. Well. Mm-hmm. Make sure you grab me a small fry and a drink. I will. Here. I'll get you the McKinney. modified. <laughs> okay, Glenn. Well, we got that sorted out. <laughs> We're very passionate about McDonald's. Longest segment of the podcast. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we spent about a half,
0: yeah. half hour talking about McDonald's. 20 minutes everything stop. else. 40 minutes McDonald's. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. Glenn. Okay, well, uh, no, but that's important to get sorted out. I'm glad that we got that figured you out. You know, people try to avoid the heart issues. I know. We tackle them head we on. We dive right in address them yeah and take care of it exactly yeah
1: and we sort of did that
0: yeah I don't know what's wrong with other news media really fake news fake news Uh, and speaking of fake news uh, that means that's the end of the uh, podcast tonight episode 146 Uh, thanks everybody for listening to all 145 previous episodes of the Chilmo podcast which I know you do and if you haven't Mm. we expect you to that's right Study up before next podcast. That's right. Uh, That'll be a test. (laughs) I am uh, looking forward to having McDonald's, and I am also Brian McKinney. I'm Glenn Stansbury. Uh, See you guys next time for episode number 147. Good night. Adios.